In this week's Parsha, Parshas Miketz, we have the continuation of the saga of Yosef and his brothers. In the previous Parsha, Yosef has been sold into slavery, into Mitzrayim, and he's been imprisoned in Mitzrayim. In the beginning of this week's Parsha, Yosef um, is released from prison and becomes the viceroy of Mitzrayim. The famine strikes. Ultimately, Yaakov sends down ten of his sons to Mitzrayim in order to buy food. Yosef arrests one of the sons and forces them to bring down all the uh, 11 brothers, in other to bring down Binyamin as well. And finally, all 11 brothers make it down to Mitzrayim. As they're leaving, Yosef plants his silver, silver goblet into the, um, into the packages or the uh, suitcase of his brother Binyamin. And as they're leaving Mitzrayim, he has his uh, guards chase after them. They find the silver goblet in Binyamin's belongings and they accuse, accuse him of theft. And they bring the Shvatim back to Mitzrayim, which ultimately leads to the showdown of Yehuda and Yosef in the beginning of next week's Parsha, the uh, reunion of Yosef and his brothers, and ultimately Yaakov coming down to Mitzrayim, the reunion of Yaakov and Yosef himself in next week's Parsha. But I want to focus in on one line, and that is when Binyamin and the brothers are accused of theft, of stealing Yosef's goblet. The brothers answer and they say, Chalila me'avadecha, me'asais kadavar hazeh. Chalila me'avadecha, how could, we, how could you accuse us of theft? Chalila, it's a, it's, um, and Rashi, and Rashi explains, what does the word chalila mean? Chalila means chulin, which is, um, it's mundane. This would be a mundane thing for us to do, to steal your goblet. Rashi says, chulin lashen gnai. Mundane, which is a term of embarrassment, something negative. The Shvatim are saying it would be embarrassing for us to uh, actually have stolen this goblet from you. But here, if we look closely at the word, the word chalila, which Rashi explains in his first interpretation to mean chulin, mundane. Now, mundane doesn't typically connote something that's terrible. Mundane means not holy. Right? We have the word chulin comes from the word chol. We have Shabbos, which is holy, and chol, which is weekdays. Um, so chulin means mundane. And the tribes are saying it would be mundane for us to do this. And Rashi explains that mundane is embarrassing. <clears throat> Shouldn't they have said this would be bad, this would be negative, this would be evil, this would be wicked? Terms that are much more powerful than something that's just mundane, which is not holy. And the Rebbe explains that no, the truth is this is a very powerful idea. That in the Shvatim's mind, in the mind of Reuven, Shimon, Levi, and all the brothers, something that's not connected with holiness is something negative for them. They saw themselves as people who have holiness, who have a soul, and they have a mission to bring holiness into themselves and the world around them. And anything that's not part of that, if it's mundane, mundane to them was the ultimate embarrassment. Because it was against what they lived for, their mission to bring Kedusha into the world. It's interesting, it's written that there's a difference between our Ovis and Imois, the patriarchs and matriarchs, versus the Shvatim, versus the tribes. When it comes to the patriarchs and matriarchs, whatever they had relates to every Jew. Because they are the parents, the fathers, and the mothers of every Jew. When it comes to the Shvatim, the tribes, it's possible that some of the unique characteristics of Reuven only went to his children. And from Shimon to his children, to his descendants, to his tribe, knows they're 12 individual tribes, not necessarily what each one has relates to everyone else. But here, all of the Shvatim, all of the tribes are saying that for us, something that's mundane, something that's not holy, is negative. 
And if all of the Shvatim are saying that, then that means that that's a lesson for all of Kalal Yisrael, for all of the Jewish people who are ultimately the descendants, the children of our Shvatim. And that is that a Jew has to remember and know that although we have a body, and therefore we're very connected to the physical and the material, that's not our essence, that's not where our mission lies. Our essence is our soul, our mission lies with our soul, our soul, that part of Hashem that's within us, that was given to us in order to bring light to ourselves and to the world around us. And ultimately everything that we do, be it spiritual, be it physical, be it holy, be it mundane, everything that we do has to be permeated with a sense of bringing godliness, holiness, purity and light into ourselves and the world around us. This is so connected to the Yom Tov of Hanukkah, today is the last day, the eighth day of Hanukkah. And Hanukkah is the Yom Tov more than any other that's connected with candles, the mitzvah of lighting the menorah. Candles bringing light. And we light the candles in the evening as it's getting dark. And we light the candles by our doorways, our windows, facing outward in order to bring the light and the light of Kedusha of holiness into the world around us. Because that's who we are and that's what we are. And to, to finish, this entire saga, this entire story of Yosef and his brothers is all what's going to lead into bringing them into Golos, into exile. Right? Ultimately, they're going to end up in exile in, in Egypt as it was promised already to Avraham Avinu that the children would be in exile for 400 years. So that all of this back and forth was to bring them into exile. And exile represents a place of darkness, a place of unholiness, a place of concealment. And yet we know, and this underscored in this story, that wherever we may be, and even in places of tremendous darkness, our mission is a very clear one. We have that soul that's called Neir Hashem. The Pasuk says, Neir Hashem Nishmas Adam, the candle of Hashem, is the soul of man. And that's, that candle, that soul, is implanted within each and every one of us, is the essence of each and every one of us. And we might be brought to dark places and dark situations, places of great concealment, but the mission always remains the same. As the Shvatim were saying in this statement, that our mission is to bring Kedusha, to bring light, to bring holiness into every place and situation that we are, even if it's in the darkest of situations, the darkest of Golos, in order to ultimately illuminate that totally. And Hashem should help from this Yom Tov of Hanukkah, this Yom Tov of candles, of light, to be able to finally illuminate the entire world with the light of Kedusha, the light of Torah, the light of Mitzvah, the light of Hashem that burns brightly within our Neshama and bring the ultimate coming of Mashiach Sikkenu, and it should be speedily today. Have a wonderful Shabbos and a Freilich and Hanukkah.